I was talking, but I was on mute. Oh. <laughs> it's probably better for everybody that way. <laughs> this is episode 307 on July 18th, 2019. everyone and welcome to the tiny shutter podcast where we talk about iphone photography and other things i'm joseph ferreira i'm dave podner i'm greg mcmillan and i'm matt hoffman welcome back gentlemen how are you guys doing hanging in there hanging in there (laughs) that's good none of you've melted yet so that's good um yeah, it's middle of summer. Woohoo! <laughs> uh, we'll talk about the weather later, but uh, let's go ahead and uh, jump into our focus point. Focus point. All right. Uh, today we thought we would kind of expound off of last week's uh, weekly photo challenge and talk a little bit about the process of black and white. So uh, our weekly photo challenge right now is black and white using an orange filter. And uh, I knew there was going to be problems when we uh, first posted the challenge uh, because we did get some black and whites with an orange filter. And uh, But it was like they turned it black and white and then they had an orange uh filter on top of it (laughs) so but that wasn't what we were talking about um i did take and do a screen capture of my iphone and i used snapseed to take an image create it uh, uh turn it into a black and white image and then use the orange filter in black and white to get what we were talking about so if you're looking for that uh i actually i should probably have that posted on somewhere other than facebook shouldn't i yeah and if you're going to put on facebook in the group um i would think making an announcement too sure so it's so it's on so it's on top uh should i put that on on the youtube channel should i send that over to mark or not. Yeah. Or well, how long was it? Uh, six minutes. Is that too short? We, well, no, that would work. We can also put it on the Instagram and use uh, IGTV to oh. um, to post it on there for the long because it is longer. Okay, I can do that. I've actually never used the IGTV. How does that work? Is it just? Uh, it's pretty straightforward, but you need to launch the IGTV app. Ah, uh, yeah, you need to upload it to really? the app and then say, and you you'll need to be signed in as well. You can sign as yourself and then just say yes. Put a preview as a post in regular Instagram. Those so it'll knuckleheads. start playing regular Instagram and it'll say, oh, you want to watch the entire thing? You need to click here to view the app. Oh, I don't know. We'll see. Maybe I actually, if I sent it to you, could you do that? 
I should be able to. I'll be able to do it on mine because I don't have the login for the group. Okay. Uh, we can get that for I you. Think, yeah. <laughs> I just, I, I hate it when they do that. Oh, you need this other app to do it. Even though they can do it perfectly well on the Instagram app. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that is something that's been annoying about artificial um, constrictions on things. Where, right. where it's like, well, your your video needs to be 15 seconds long, and it could be a maximum of this long. It's like, why? Right. <laughs> you're, par- you're part of Facebook. You have the money. That's right. Well, okay. Needless to say, um, we'll have that up. But uh, so we we saw some issues in the beginning of the weekly photo challenge, but I think people have it. There was somebody that did uh, post a image with an orange color to their image, I think, later on. But I think everybody's starting to now understand it. So I wanted to kind of get in a little bit and uh, expound on why those filters are there. And I mentioned it in the in the small video that I did. But if you go back to the days where you had black and white film, those uh, you could purchase filters sort of like what you'd have a neutral density or some sort of a lens filter uh, for your camera but you can get it in red orange yellow i think green and blue maybe i i just i've never seen them Uh, i do have a couple filters i don't know if they're here in this room but I do have a red filter and an orange filter. And what, uh, what those filters were for was to filter, hence the name, filter out whatever color they were. So if you wanted to filter out red from hitting your black and white film, it would, it would stop the red from hitting your film. And in, instead of it being sort of a, a semi-grayish color in black and white, it would actually stop it and it would be white. So it changed the dynamics of what that image would look like had the filter not been on there. Um, and, And so depending on what you were shooting, you'd use a filter and it was less process to do after the fact, mostly because Photoshop didn't exist until probably the late 80s, early 90s. And, um, and people weren't really uh, editing their images that way. It was all done in the darkroom. And so one of the, one of the pre-processes of uh, changing your image was to put a filter on your lens. So I don't know. Did you guys ever use those uh, colored filters in Snapseed at all? I've tried them in the past. Yeah. Okay. And what'd you think? You know, I'm, I'm not a, I'm not a real big Snapseed user, but I do keep it on my phone because, you know, for times like this, when uh, uh, we want to try these things out, I'd definitely try it. Yeah. What about you, Dave? Uh, not an over large amount, but I'm not heavy into the black and white either. 
Okay. So uh, now I have used the black and white with the darkened sky to get some really nice. Um, right. And using the preset. The, yeah, yeah, the preset darkened sky, but you can do the preset and then use the filter on top of it. Right. So I've done that before where I've done the darkened sky, then use the preset filter to give it a little extra pop for the um, for what the sky actually looks like. Right. What about you, Matt? Yeah, I, I have used those filters a, a handful of times. Um, I also, um, yeah, I, I don't use Snapseed as much anymore. Um, but for some black and white images, I've used um, in an app called Dramatic Black and White. Uh, basically, uh, it's kind of like the same idea as the the filters, like red, orange, yellow, that sort of thing. But instead, it's more of like a tone uh, slider. Okay. And uh, it, it basically, you know, you can achieve the the same thing with that. Um, not not giving the not giving the black and white picture a, a tone per se, you know, like a sepia or cyanotone or anything right. like that. Just kind of, you know, controlling how the the color tones are going to render, you know, it, on the grayscale. Right. Um, but with the slider, you know, going basically from the red end to the, the blue end of the spectrum, you get a little bit more control than just like a straightforward filter. Right. The other thing you I would do was I would go in and change the saturation on the color image. Um, I can increase the saturation and then bring down the uh, the exposure on, say, the blue sky, so that when I changed it into a black and white image, it would be darker. Uh, as it was, but then use the red filter or the orange filter to make the blue sky almost pitch black in black and white so that the clouds would contrast heavily with, uh, with the sky. Um, all right. So, uh, have any of you, uh, actually probably Matt would be the only one, uh, or maybe Greg, but have you guys ever used a filter on a 35 millimeter camera before or anything like that? Oh yeah. Yeah. Many, 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 many times. Um, you know, when I first, the first couple years that I was really into photography, um, yeah, I was shooting primarily black and white film. And, um, I feel like that was kind of one of the, one of the first accessories that I got probably was, a. Yeah. a uh, a, I think a red filter is really the only one I had. Yeah. Um, I might have had orange, but I definitely had red. And um, you know, you, you learn pretty quickly. You know the uh, how how it's going to affect the scene. And you know, I have so many uh, black and white images where the sky is pretty much rendered black. Yeah. <laughs> you know, from that from that filter. Uh, and, and that makes me think of the the uh, the great Ansel Adams image. Um, there's a title for it, and I can't think of it, but it's uh, in in the mid ground, I guess you could say, of the image is is a cemetery, and it's just lit oh, yes. by a string of sunlight. Um, 
I think it's called Moonrise Over Something. Well, I can't moon, think of the name. There's Moonrise, I believe, over Half Dome. Uh, uh, no, uh, it's this called is moon, different Moonrise one. over Hernandez. Okay. Yes, that's Moonrise over Hernandez. Yeah, and and he renders the sky almost black in that image. Um, I have a book that um, that I bought at a uh, an art gallery when I went and seen some of his image images, and and I got to tell you. I know this is an iPhone photography show, but if you want to see some beautiful photography, go see an Ansel Adams exhibit. Um, not only does the gallery have to paint the walls a very specific color, but the lighting has to be just specific as well for for in order to display his, his photos. Um, that's part of his instructions for in, in perpetuity. But anyway, this book, it describes this, this, this photo um, Moonrise over Hernandez. Is it Hernandez, Matt? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And, and and it shows the different um, the different results that he had as he was working on that image. And it, I forget how many different times he processed it before he finally came up with that version. But it was really cool to see, you know, how he got to, how he got there. But you know, long story short, it, the sky is almost black. Yeah. And you get really it really shows the moon in the sky that way. Um, you know, like you said, with the clouds, it really brings the clouds out. So I, I imagine, well, I mean, I don't know. I've, I've it's been so long since I've opened that book, but I don't think he used, um, I don't think he used an orange filter per se, as opposed to doing the dodging and burning and all that right. stuff. But right. that's the, the wonders. That's the wonder of things like Snapseed that have these filters built in, like, it's simple to say, yeah, just use an orange filter, but the technology and the algorithms that these developers have written into their apps to produce the the results that we get just by simply tapping on a screen. It's just amazing. Yeah. Do this real quick. Uh, Google moon and half dome. It's an Ansel Adams image. And I've got a, I've got a quick story about it. All right. So, Growing up, one of the neighbors we used to have, he used to work on Ansel Adams cameras. So he would he would take them and fix them and, you know, keep them up. And he gave us this image. My he gave my parents this image and that there's actually an AA down on the um on the uh the inner frame of of the image so it it was an i don't know if it's an a reproduction or if it was maybe uh i I don't know what it what it is but it's this image and i grew up with this image in our house and so it's always stuck with me and i was like oh that's actually really cool because i i heard the name ansel adams but didn't really know as a kid who he was uh, until I got into college and started uh, learning photography, and and then I was like, oh, I grew up with that that picture in our hallway, you know, forever, and you know, always looked at it and thought it was really cool. But now it's like it's really awesome to know that you know that was an image that Ansel Adams had um, had taken. But yeah, mm-hmm. it, 
the only reason why we have that image was because one of our neighbors used to work on his cameras. And uh, so. Wow, really? Yeah. Yeah, that's a that's a cool shot too. Yeah, you know it. I have I have an Ansel Adams print. Um, it's obviously a reproduction or whatever, but right um, that I bought at that art gallery that day. But it's uh, it's not of the of you know the half dome or anything. It's it's basically looking into a forest and just the you see these giant look like giant redwoods or whatever. And I just loved it as soon as I saw it, so I had to have it. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna look that one up. So needless to say, um, it's black and white is fun. Black and white is also um, something that uh, you can really create some art with. You know, having a color image like pre-show we were showing some images to each other and first thing out of matt's mouth was like oh yeah the black and whites for both those images are the best you know or what he liked and i don't know if it's because you know growing up you looked at art and you know, most images that were considered art were black and white or if it is the lack of color that helps your imagination to uh really look at the image because color is something that we see all the time if you take the color away it becomes something totally different but your your imagination's going wild over wanting to look at what it would look like uh in in real life sort of like you guys ever see the images of old civil war or um you know 19th century uh photographs that had been colorized um, yeah it kind of takes away from the uh the mystery but at the same yeah, time and the, and the authenticity right and uh, but at the same time it makes it more real so instead of the 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 people in the image being of a different era you have a feeling that oh that could have been taken yesterday of course you know when they're standing perfectly still and you have motion in those images you know it wasn't but you know at, at the same time it kind of it, it gives you that feeling of of familiarity whereas before black and white 19th century it was uh you know, unfamiliar and a part of history. So there is an aspect to black and white that does render um, art or mystery and all that. But being able to being able to to change the dynamics of an image by removing the color, I think, is uh, is a lot of fun. So is it the uh, Ansel Adams, the forest floor Yosemite? Um, or is the sun in the uh, foreground and uh, the shadows are coming across the... I, I, I used to have it hanging in my office here, but let me just cut out for just a second and I'll see if I could go find it because I, 
I think I might see it on on a, like an image search here, but I'm not sure what the title is. So just, I'll be back in a sec. Okay. Well, I don't know where that picture went. It must be downstairs mm. in the in the lower level of the house. Oh, bummer. Uh, oh well. I'm just trying. I'm, I'm thinking it looks more like. Let me see here. Uh oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's being disagreeable. Yep. I think that's the one there, though. I'm pretty sure that's it. I put it in the iMessage chat. Okay. Oh, that one. Northern California Coast Redwoods. Okay, cool. I wonder... Oh, wow. A print... Whatever I clicked on, they have a... I guess this is an auction or something like that where you can purchase. I guess it's a original, but $15,000. Ooh. Ooh, wow, really? Yeah. It's not and so it's, bad. It's a uh, 9 and 3 eighths by 11 and 3 eighths inch. Gelatin silver, 1960. Wow. I need to start uh, putting some of my work out there. <laughs> <laughs> I could get I can get, f I yeah, can get fifteen dollars. Ooh! If you put it on IM, you could get like twenty three cents. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that uh, that photo is called Redwoods Bull Creek Flat, Northern California. Yeah. That would be up above San Francisco, probably. Very cool. Yeah, I like that image. Um, Taken in 1960, not printed till 1980. Wow. Cool. So, now I don't feel so bad about not getting yeah. some of my pictures for like a month. <laughs> yeah. Oh, 20 years. He sat on it for mm. 20 years. Yeah, and and that was probably a eight by ten negative. And you know that that scene looked nothing like that. No. Oh no. yeah, like that's it's, that's just the the mastery of the way that he processed. makes his prints. Yeah. No, if if anybody uh, so. If anybody tells you that post-processing is is not photography, they don't know photography. Um, most right. images, most images are processed whether it's with your eye or in the dark room or on the computer, because nothing, nothing's really. As, as it is if you're looking at it from the naked eye. 
even Odie. even your uh, the the stops of light um, are not represented truly in real life as it is uh, on on film or or on a digital um, file. So. Yeah, yeah, I mean, even a JPEG is heavily processed. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, all right. Well, needless to say, I I really like black and white. I, I want people to be able to, you know, learn how to render a good black and white image. And those filters are there for a reason. You can even take... I. <sighs> I think you can even throw a filter in front of your 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 phone and try to uh, see what it does, and then turn it into black and white. Um, I think I need to go find those. I had like I think three filters. The Minolta camera that my father-in-law gave me, he had filters with those, so I might take those out and try that tomorrow. Um, putting the filter in front and seeing if I can capture the image and turn it into black and white and see if there's anything that changes or if there is just a straight black and white app, I may end up doing that too. So just curious. Yeah. I I would think that you would need to shoot in black and white because if you shot in color, you'd just have a red tinted image. And then when you convert it to black and white, it's going to be like a white and light gray (laughs) picture. So, does that mean, well, the question then goes, is if I was to do that with a black and white uh, app, would it, oh, that's a good experiment. Okay. I know what my homework is. (laughs) Test to see if it actually is going to work the same way. Hmm. Well, is there anything else that you guys wanted to mention about black and white? Not right now. Just I would say that the I think the main reason, and correct me if I'm wrong, you su- you suggested Snapseed was a it's free and b it was something that most people would be somewhat familiar with. Correct, Joe? Yeah, that's correct. Okay, but also just to remember, if, let's say if someone has another app. Um, I know when light has black and white with the orange filters also try doing a very similar edit on with the two different apps and see if something comes up different too. Sure. Because you're different. You're um, um, the actual programming in terms of how it's actually putting on the different layers of the filter when it goes to black and white could give you a completely different photograph too. Yeah, that's true. So, yeah, I think trying different uh, apps and I'm going to try doing different filters and seeing what happens. I I think that's some good homework for me. All right. Well, cool. Let's do this. Uh, Let's move to our post pick of the week. And it helps if I'm ready. Here we go. Woohoo! All right. So 
like I mentioned before, our weekly photo challenge is black and white using the orange filter. And that's going, and we're getting a lot of people that are posting. Uh, so it's the time where we pick from Instagram. And Dave, I believe you picked the image. Is that correct? Or no, no, no. It was Greg. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I was just browsing through the, uh, uh, the image under the tiny shutter hashtag, and this one just really caught my eye. And... Now, disclaimer, um, although I've never met this guy, we've, we've chatted a little bit back and forth because he, uh, he, he lives in a city called Hamilton, Ontario, which is a couple of hours south of me, but they have a cottage up at Southampton, which is just over on the shoreline on Lake Huron, so it's only about a 20-minute drive, but yet we've, we've been unable to, to get together and go out shooting yet, but um, that's definitely something we plan to do sometime, but um this image just really caught my eye. I, I love the way that it's it's edited. Now, it's from uh, a guy named Chris Cook. His Instagram name is Counting Cook, all one word. And um, it's it looks like just of like a vine of leaves or something growing up a wall, perhaps. Uh, I'm not exactly sure where it is. Um, I'm going to go find this though and take a picture of it. But anyway, <laughs> uh, so he, the way he edited it is he really darkened down the shadow areas to make make them look like you know nice deep dark greens and and there's some lighter green leaves in there and there's even at the bottom you can see some 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 sort of tall grass sticking up at the bottom. But I just I'm a real sucker for greens in, in an image. That's why I love summer so much and, and trees and stuff because they just really catch my eye. And it, even on the upper part of the frame, there's almost like a turquoise blue type of leaf, but I think it's probably just reflected from maybe from the sky or something. I don't yeah. know. But he, he shot it with his iPhone 10 and he did his edit in Lightroom uh, on, on mobile there. And... Um, in his description, he talked about uh, using his moment lenses for some uh, macro work, and his, his he also his moment wide. So I'm assuming he was using his wide angle for this one because it's definitely not a macro. Um, uh, I, I don't know. I just love the way it. Uh, uh, you know, it's almost like the the green leaves are sticking out from the abyss of the darkness in behind. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. I I, I, I I'm kind of getting at a loss for words how to describe it, but it, it's really really cool. I really like the image. Yeah. What are your thoughts, Dave? And he's muted. Did we lose Dave? Hello. He's still showing there. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not muted now, so I could talk if you want. <laughs> what are your <laughs> What are your thoughts, Matt? Um, yeah, I, I like this image a lot. It's it's basically just um, just a, a bunch of really pleasing tones. Is really what what this image comes down to. You know the the leaves. Um, cover the entire frame. Um, 
you know, so there's there's really nothing else in in the picture um, except these leaves and and then at the very bottom some sort of uh, grass type plant. There's like a few blades of that sticking up, but um, you know, we were talking about Ansel Adams earlier in in the podcast, and you know, one of the things that he's famous for is coming up with the the zone system, which yep. is um, it's basically just like a, a a way of like exposing um, your image and, and printing your image to get, um, you know, uh, some contrast or some tones that, that you want to get for uh, your subject or whatever. And, you know, th- this picture, while it's not black and white, um, you know, it, it kind of, it kind of falls into that. I mean, it's got just about every tone you know, that you could imagine it definitely has the, the deep blacks and, and comes ridiculously close to going the whole way up to, you know, the, the whitest white. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. There's not any one focal point per se. There's these just little, it's just a very dappled, image so so you, your eye just kind of dances all around it and you know while the the predominant color is green it's also just all these different shades of green so i, I just find it to be a really interesting picture um to me it kind of looks like maybe he pulled the temperature slider down a little bit and like cooled it down a little bit but i yeah. think it works really well yeah very cool dave are you there Okay, I think we lost Dave, but that's okay. Yeah, I like the image. Like you said, the there's very many. There, there's a lot of uh, different shades. It looks like there's a little bit of a vignetting on the right hand side, and so um, those leaves that are in the shadows are um, are pretty. Uh, you know, are are barely there. But I do like it. It's a, um, there's a lot to look at. So very cool. Well, uh, let's see here. I think, uh, I think we'll, we'll try to find Dave later. But all right, Chris. Well, congratulations. You are post pick of the week winner. If you'd like to be featured as post pick of the week, you have two options. You can go on to Instagram like Chris Cook did and use the hashtag tiny shutter. The other option is to go onto Facebook and look for our weekly photo challenge and participate with that. So I highly recommend doing both. You never know when we may choose your image. Uh, but these images are chosen. Uh, they're used for our album art for the episode, and they're used uh, on our uh, website to uh, for the uh, episode album art. Also, it's a uh, it, it's a lot of fun. So, all right. Well, uh, let's uh, let's talk briefly about what we've been up to, and then we can end the show. So let's start with you, Matt. What you been up to? Sorry, on mute. <laughs> um, what have I been up to? Well, um, playing with that DXO one camera. 
again. Um, was out last night doing some, uh, trying to do some wildflower photography. Uh, there's a, uh, a bog not too far from where I live that, you know, it's basically just this wide open field and parts of it are like boggy and swampy and whatnot. But, um, you know, every year, you know, in the middle of the summer, the whole thing just explodes with like a whole ton of wildflowers and it looks super awesome. So I kind of cruised by there at sunset last night and thought, you know, maybe I could, maybe I could get some good pictures, but, um, I kind of waited too long. The light was fading like way too fast. And then the mosquitoes came out in like full force and were just destroying me. Um, but, but before, before I left, um, I also decided that I would try, um, using the specter app and seeing if I could get any shots with like lightning bug, uh, streaks in them. Yeah. Uh, which I, which I did. Um, but I, I, they honestly, they weren't that great. And if anyone wants to try that, what I, what I noticed is, um, if you keep specter in the auto mode, uh, it really doesn't work. It really doesn't pick up the, the light streaks very well. So you in the, now I have an iPhone 10, so I don't know what the interface looks like on, on like a iPhone uh, eight or something like that. But on the iPhone 10 in the very upper left of the screen to the left side of the notch, uh, you'll see the word auto. And if you tap on that, you'll have, um, you'll say light trails and then you have auto on or off. So yep. if you turn it on, um, that made a world of difference. And then I set the, the, uh, timer to nine seconds, you know, cause I wanted to get as many light streaks as I possibly could. And they showed up really well. Um, it's just that I didn't have very good, uh, compositions cause the mosquitoes were just really killing me. Uh, and I, I just really couldn't focus on it, but at least I know it works. So I'm going to try to get back up to this spot real soon and, and be maybe a little more covered up or, or doused in bug spray or something to keep the mosquitoes off me. Um, other than that, not really a whole lot. That's, that's, yeah, hmm. I think that's pretty much it for me. Um, yeah, that's it. Cool. Yeah, Spectre has the uh, auto feature uh, at the very top on the iPhone 7 um, center. So, yeah, it's basically the same same place. Well, gotcha. Cool. Uh, see here, Greg, what have you been up to? Well, it's been a pretty slow week for me, too. Uh, I worked four night shifts last week, and uh, it's been a a difficult recovery from those four nights, uh, which sometimes happens, you know, with, the, with this shift work. Uh, I've just been not, I haven't had a lot of energy. I haven't, I, I, I didn't go on a bike ride at all this, this week. I, I did get on the, um, the indoor cycle, the, the exercise bike for a little bit, but not, uh, not the, the week of, um, weight loss that I've been trying to, to, to do, but, uh, um, so yeah, even photography wise, it's been kind of slow. Uh, the only thing that's really new for me is 
I got a, a new phone case, and it's by a company called Nomad, and it is like a, a it's a nice leather case. It's a brown leather case that's it's not too bulky, and it has the mounts for moment lenses on it, and it's a uh, just a nice. Uh, uh, accompaniment with, with all the other cases that I have, you know, if I want to keep it thin and say, put it in my back pocket and it doesn't stick out like grandpa's wallet and that, um, you know, it's, it's a good, good addition for that. So, you know, I'll use that along with the shutter case and, and the moment case and, and whatever else I happen to have, but, but it, it's, it's another, it's another cool case to, to have in my collection. Cool. And that's been about it. Yeah, I um, I went to the beach this uh, week and you know was able to take a few pictures. I um, I got uh, some clouds. I was I was um, showing how to change the images into black and white and use the filters and stuff. But then uh, also there was the buck moon, and there was the first time I had ever heard of the buck moon, which happens in the middle of july and it's a full moon that rises and we at least at the beach we really had a good view of it and um it came up and and so i was told hey joe's good at, at photos take a picture of the moon well if you try to take a picture of the moon with just your iphone uh you can zoom in with the digital zoom or if you have uh you know the the 10 or the you know the dual lens setup you could get in a little bit more with optical zoom but it's mostly digital zoom it doesn't look that great so i was like okay i'll just i'll, I'll capture it and see what happens and uh yeah you can see a little bit of, of it but for the most part you really needed a, a either a set of binoculars or a telescope to get a really good image of the moon from uh from an iphone but it was fun i i tried it and see what i can get and uh tried not to zoom too much in to distort it because with the digital zoom there is a lot of pixelation i mean just it it does its best to try to do image stabilization, but it's it's horrible. Um, but uh, yeah, so other than that, that's what I've been up to, and uh, I guess we'll try to see if Dave's back. Dave, are you back? Huh? I guess not. All right. That's all. Fell off the planet. I guess so. There must have been a storm or something. Well, let me go ahead and play this. We came, we saw, we kicked it ass. All right, let's go around the room and tell everybody where they can find you. Let's start with you, Greg. Okay, you can find me on Instagram at McMillan Photo, on Twitter, McMillan underscore photo, and on the Artful Eye Photography community as Greg McMillan. Awesome. Matt. All right, you can check me out on uh, Instagram, Twitter. Um, I am 
and the artful i oh flicker 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 <laughs> and the artful iphonography community at m hoffman photo all right and uh, you can find Dave on Instagram, and his, his handle is ProfPod. You can find me on Instagram, at Joseph Ferreira. You can find links to our show notes, to our YouTube channel, our Facebook group, our stickers, everything else, by going to tinyshutter.com. All right. So did uh, we ever figure out what happened to uh, Dave? I haven't seen my hide nor hair of him. Okay. Well, cool. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. We'll let you guys know next, uh, next, next, uh, next episode. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, I guess it's time to say goodbye. So say goodnight to everybody. Good night, everybody. All right, everyone. Bye-bye. <laughs> All right. We'll see you guys next week. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast, head over to iTunes and leave us a review and a five-star rating. See you next week. Everything's perfectly all right now. We're fine. We're all fine here now. Thank you. How are you? Kowalski, what's our trajectory? 95% certain this will end in massive, flaming disaster. And the other 5%? Irrelevant, sir. Tower, this is Ghost Rider requesting a flyby. Negative, Ghost Rider. The pattern is full. I can't. I'm totally paralyzed. I'm all locked up. I'm doing the work. I'm baby stepping. I'm not a slacker. Barely. And we all heard it because it's the end of the show. You heard all of that? Yep. <laughs> that just boggles my mind. It's because Dave's not on. <gasps> Dave. Well, he he was muted a second ago. Now he's not. Yeah, I'm back. I'm just I'm wondering. Back. Oh, there you are. Yep. <laughs> what happened? No, I, I have no idea what happened there, but I didn't want to break up or interrupt too much so <laughs> uh, well if you're still listening to this podcast Dave is back <laughs> dun, dun, dun. are you not entertained are you not entertained <laughs> not really <laughs> <laughs>